Welcome to episode 281 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. I am Ollie Spake and I'm joining once again from Dharawal country. And my name is Melissa Ellis and I'm coming to you from Wurundjeri country. How, How are you, Mel? Ah, <laughs> jinx. Ah, jinx, jinx. I'm good, Ollie. How are you? How is your recovery going? Ah, uh, do I say slow and steady? That's probably the uh, the description. Uh, I- I'm laying low, Mel, but uh, I'm doing well otherwise. Thank you. And you were run director this week back at Shell Harbour? I was. It was good to be out. It was good to be back and it was good to have Shell Harbour Park run back on after we've had uh, 60% of our previous five park run days cancelled due to weather and, and treacherous conditions. So sunny skies and park run and even a cafe. We've been without a cafe at Shell Harbour Park Run now for a couple of months and we have a new cafe operator in there. So that was very exciting. Fantastic. So some fresh beach air, that would have been good for the lungs. Well, that's right. That's right. Probably not great to be <laughs> megaphoning um, and, and you know testing the lung capacity, but um, I'd pulled up pretty good in the week and obviously given it plenty of time. So it all seemed to go without a hitch. And then I had a nice nap that afternoon. <laughs> oh, very good. So holding the fort for the team you were at Shell Harbour. That's right. Yeah, and lots of visitors. It's one of those key weekends in Parkrun Australia world where we have a lot of tourists. So proportionally high numbers uh, total-wise, obviously much, much lower than times gone by pre-COVID, but uh, still a lot of people coming from far afield to to come and see the new course. And uh, in fact, um, because the Shell Harbour Park Run course is on a land that was once privately owned, we had visit from some of the descendants of the former landowners there. So uh, that's always nice when they pop past and they were have a great time visiting. So it's it's very nice to catch up with uh, the Fraser family. Uh, no relation, I believe, to our very own artistic director. And you're very much a seaside sort of tourism destination, aren't you there? Yes. Yeah. A lot of people come through, stay up and down the coast and make that trip out. I think some of our neighbouring park runs get a lot of that, um, that visitation these days as uh, a lot of people have come through Shell Harbour already. But uh, it was so wonderful to see tourist towns buzzing this Easter long weekend. Were all the surrounding park runs running? They were. They they were pumping. Post-COVID pumping, but but pumping. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Uh, Speaking of park run tourism, Mel, did you manage some? Absolutely did. I did allude to a little (laughs) bit of a mystery. Yes. Not quite sure why I did that. There wasn't any real reason to be mysterious last week other than my own amusement and the ability to insert more sound effects to the podcast, (laughs) which I quite like to do. But on Saturday I travelled northeast, not north, uh, as (laughs) I may have alluded to in my own comments and Mm -hmm. was corrected. (laughs) (laughs) I travelled northeast to Riverbank Park Run in the town of Yes in the New South Wales Southern Tablelands. Yes is on the land of the Ngunnawal people and is situated 59 kilometres from Canberra. Yes was profiled briefly by Marvellous Mark back in episode 217 and the purpose of my fleeting visit was to tick off another Nindy and my 16th event in New South Wales. Ooh. 
I was joined at Riverbank by fellow father and son Victorian adventurers Andrew and James Reynolds, who were also taking advantage of the Easter holidays for a spot of touristing. And it was lovely to be there to share the celebration of 10-year-old James doing his 100th park run. Riverbank, as the name suggests, runs along either side of the Yes River in a two-loop course incorporating an out-and-back hill twice. (laughs) (laughs) The low-lying crossings across the river mean the event is prone to cancellation from flooding after rain. However, we were blessed with perfect conditions on the day. Riverbank averages 36 participants. However, due to the Easter holidays, there were 71 runners for event number 59, filling in a Windex number, which was an added bonus. Mm. The event takes place in Riverbank Park, which has toilets, a playground and ample off-road parking and starts at the easily identifiable Yes Rotunda. I had a lovely run, although I couldn't keep up with James, (laughs) and (laughs) afterwards joined my friends for brunch in town and a wander around the main street. Sunday we were back at Genius with fantastic mild conditions for running and happy smiling faces from kids and volunteers alike. Zoe and I sported matching Easter onesies and enjoyed a second extended brunch at Birdie's Cafe with regular volleys and new families while the kids enjoyed a spot of beach volleyball. Mm, That sounds like a lot of fun, Mel. And uh, I did see the onesies. Good work. Good work. Didn't manage any myself. That was Zoe's idea. She was all for that, which was lovely. Well, my apologies. Good work, Zoe. It was quite warm. We had another mild morning, so not really onesie weather. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is. This this Melbourne weather, well, Victorian weather, in fact, has been tremendous. Unseasonally warm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Except the weekend that you came to visit. <laughs> course. But yes, it was a brilliant weekend and uh, ready for a rest now to go back to work and have a rest after my <laughs> my long drive and all the excitement. Yeah, it makes for a great long weekend. Uh, well done. Great effort. Congratulations, James, on the 100 and nice work on another Nandy Mill. Thank you. I've got to work out where the next one is as the chihuahuas wander around the office. <laughs> I believe we have some news from Parkrun World. We did, Ollie. Parkrun Australia has had another sponsor come on board recently. hasn't just happened in the last week. It's happened in the last few weeks. But Polar has come on board who are challenging the market leaders in wearable fitness truckers. Mm. Have you heard of Polar before? Look, I must admit, I've heard the name, had no idea. No idea whatsoever. So becoming more acquainted now with Polar, but uh, I'll have to check it out a bit more. So years ago, Ollie, one of my first wearables was a Polar heart rate monitor where it used to be a strap that you would place around sort of your chest that had a little sensor on it yep. and it would pair with a watch that you wore on your wrist. Mm, mm. I guess it told the time. I can't really remember. I've probably still got it somewhere. <laughs> but, yes, that was one of my first wearables was the Polar Heart Rate Monitor. But then I haven't heard as much about them in recent years, but it looks like they're back with new versions of um, activity tracking watches. Yes. With their yeah. Polar Pacer and their Polar Oh, with their Polar Pacer and Pracer po- <laughs> I can't say it. <laughs> with their 
Polar Pacer and Pacer Pro. So more information on those new wearables at www.polar.com forward slash AU, what do you say, dash, dash yeah. EN forward slash. That's right. Yeah, I will check it out. Thank you, Mel, and welcome to the family, Polar. Mm. We appreciate the support over here in Australia. Uh, well, continuing the news, this one's probably very close to your heart, Mel. 12 years this month, Junior Park Run. It is. Happy birthday. It is. Happy birthday, Junior Park Run. I spent a little bit of time reading up on this today, Ollie. Junior Park Run started in the UK mm. back in 2010. It is now across only three countries, the UK, Ireland and Australia, in over 370 locations. Uh, it started at Bushy Park, ironically. <laughs> Interestingly, though, when it did start, it only operated on the first Sunday of every month. And mm -hmm. to this day, Bushy Park still operates only on the first Sunday of every month. I didn't realise that. Yeah. Hmm. Neither did I, to be honest, until I started to look into it. And actually, we had a comment on one of our Facebook posts to – well, actually, it wasn't the pod Facebook post. It was one I did for Ainsbury Heritage Trail Junior Park Run to mark the occasion of the anniversary. And it was another parent that came back and pointed out the fact that Bushy only ran on a monthly basis. So previously, I wasn't aware of that. Uh, so I think initially when Junior Park Run started in the UK were on a monthly basis, but at some point along their early history, they decided that future events would be weekly and that was what happened and going forward. Yeah. So in Australia, we launched in April of 2018. Chico is having a coughing attack. Oh, poor Chico. <sighs> uh, he's got a heart murmur. <laughs> This is this is what happens. He's getting old. Poor Chico. But Chico's okay. He is. Yeah, no, he's Just fine. for all the listeners. Yep, yep, <laughs> he's good. okay. Um, where was I? So, yes, Australia launched in April of 2018 with three pilot events at Southport, Westerfolds and Cannon Vale. There are now five active events in Australia, Westerfolds and Ainsbury Heritage Trail in Victoria, Thorndon in South Australia, Bellevue Park and Des Connor Park in Queensland with Cannon Vale currently on hold. So some fantastic examples of junior park runs still flying the flag in Australia, obviously much, much more established over there in the UK and Ireland. But, uh, yeah, we look forward to some more junior park runs in Australia as the teens approach for junior park run. But in other news, what have we got, Ollie? Rhodes Park Run had announcement this week. They are having an octogenarian celebration day on Saturday the 7th of May. Yes, yes. And look, we um, we know some pretty tremendous octogenarian park runners out there. So Rhodes have put out the call and have added that they would love to see as many park runners as possible who are aged 80 and older and their friends and families for this wonderful celebration of park run participation. Fantastic event. And uh, yeah, we really do hope that a lot uh, of our octogenarian park run heroes can make it and enjoy the 7th of May as a bit of a get together. Yep. So putting the word out there ahead of time so everybody can make arrangements if they can get there. Might inspire octogenarians in other states to hold similar events perhaps on the same day if they can't get up there. 
Yes, yes, satellite celebrations. Good idea. I mean, Rhodes is a fantastic location to, to go and get together and enjoy the catch-up, but if you can't make it, why not start it and, I'd say, get in touch with Rhodes Parkrun and you know, share the word uh, for anyone else that might be in the same boat. We'd love to know if John Taylor's going to be able to get there. Yeah, so if you can let us know, John or, or Melissa, fingers crossed. Mm. A couple of weeks away, though. Oh, but... I suppose the, the park run happenings keep on. Um, I should say that, Mel, we, we, do have, we do have a couple of roving reports coming up in the pod, but uh, just because I, I think yeah, we, we have talked about a couple of these um, uh, recent event returns of late, we're going to throw to one roving report first, but uh, stay tuned. We do have a couple more later in the pod. So, Mel, after we discussed recently Stone's Corner almost relaunching, it's happened, and our very own Lindell was there from the Channel 5 News crew on scene to share the return of Stones Corner Park Run. So let's have a listen. G'day, Park Run adventurers. It's Lindell, and I am coming to you today from the lands of the Turrbal and Jagara people. I'm in Brisbane. And um, today I have come to check out the relaunch, the restart. I'm not quite sure what they're calling it. I'm at Stones Corner Park Run. Um, this park run has not occurred for quite some time due to works in the park. I tell you what, this park is looking beautiful. So clearly there has been a lot of work done. I don't know all the details. I do know that it's still called Stones Corner. They are relaunching at number 293, so they're continuing as they are, just with a new course, I believe. Let me go and find it. Look, the first time as briefing is about to happen, so I'll go and check that out and get the lowdown. Alrighty, so I've found some local runners. What's your names? Isabel. Belinda. Michael. David. And you are... Stones Corner Park Run yep. aficionados. Oh, yeah, regulars. Regulars. So I know that you're back after a long pause, or I don't know what the official term yeah. hiatus yeah, yeah, yeah. is. Yeah. How have you been feeling in your park run days? Um, well, at the beginning, we kind of just came in, ran the normal course anyway, and we've been lucky enough to have lots of local park runs that open back up that we were able to get around and try out different ones. Excellent. So, what's it been like adventuring? It's been good, really. Um, sort of not coming here has been forcing us to, to get, step out of our comfort zone and not coming back to where we are used to. And David and I have made an effort to try and do like a different park run each week just to visit and tourist. And we've seen some really interesting ones, haven't yeah, we, Dave? Yeah. We took turns of driving and we just sort of, Friday night, you text, where are we going tomorrow? And we'd attack the alphabet and I suppose the furthest we've gone is Toowoomba. Is that yeah, yeah, yeah. Toowoomba, the, the one up on the range there, yeah. And then we discovered that, that app where you can do all these challenges, where you can knock uh-huh. off the alphabet and do lots of different volunteering things. So we've been, that's a bit of a, a, bit of a motivator to knock through that as well. And we've actually, yeah, it's been, it's been good to do that, but we're glad we're back as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it must be nice to be home. Yeah. Now, before we get back to the home, this podcast is for Parkrun Adventurers. So I'm going to ask you guys... What have been your top three park runs that you've discovered since Stone Corner has been on a hiatus? That's a hard one, isn't it? What was the one where we arrived and there were kangaroos 
Oh, there was a there was the one. Yeah, that was at Green, Green Bank. Yeah. It was amazing because it was it really almost, flat. And it's it was dead design. flat, and it was winter, so it was quick. It almost yeah. looks like they made the course purely for two and a half k loops, so there's no hairpin bends. Well, they made the park for the course. Yeah, yeah. And there's kangaroos, and they were just bouncing along beside us as we're running through the park. Yeah. And, and the team there were really super friendly and welcoming, and it was a lovely course. So yeah. that was one we remember. Definitely. That sounds really special. Any others? Um, Ipswich was really hard. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and Ocean View yeah. through the vineyards was... Yes. was oh, Ocean that was spectacular. Yeah. yeah, being up there. It was just a shame that during COVID the restaurant was closed so we couldn't stay for like, yeah. a coffee yeah. breakfast and afterwards. But the course was just, yeah, going through, the, zipping back and forth through the vineyards. You, you feel like, we, I wish there were some bottles of wine there. You could just stop and grab and drink along the way. Yes. So now you've mentioned the alphabet and as I came up you were talking about the Fibonacci. Sorry. Are you alphabet? Yet. Got, no, two not yet. Got two left. The ones that aren't Queensland. Yeah. So we, oh, you've got Q. Yeah. And J. J. And there's none of those in. And I can't believe Queensland does not have a Q park yeah. run. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like. I, I still think that the one that Toowoomba Park run should be Queens Park. Queens Park. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. How about you guys? What about your adventures? Have you got a top three? Well, look, Ocean View was great. I really enjoyed that one again through the vineyards. We yeah. were lucky enough to do that though prior to COVID. So we. We got yeah. to go to the restaurant um, and highly recommend it. Yeah, yeah look, Ipswich is lovely. And I'd really like to give a, a shout-out to Manipi, Manipi Park Run, because we sort of use that as our home base while we're here. And we just met so many lovely people, and they were so welcoming. And it's almost sad to come back here because we had such a lovely community yeah. out there. But, you know, it's kind of nice. So I think we'll have to go and visit them on a regular basis just to say hi to all the people <laughs> that we met out there. So. Um, yeah, yeah, like then become yeah, over and run here now yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so um, yeah. yeah. So you did find a bit of a home base at Manipi. Well, we did. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And you I guys mean, did, and you guys just travelled all over the countryside. You're like, you're like the Leyland brothers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Leyland brothers. <laughs> we did go to Manipi a little bit, but also what was that? Wishart a couple. Wishart. Yeah. Yeah. Wishart. Oh, sorry, we're at Wishart, not Manipi. What am I saying? Oh. You, you I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. No, I, my editing skills are not very good. Yeah, what would no, you like to no, say no, about Wishart? Sorry, Wishart. Wonderful <laughs> I'm sure many people are lovely too, but Wishart. Yeah, Wishart. Wishart, Wishart. Yes, they were lovely yeah, and very fantastic. welcoming. And, and yes, yes. And they're just down the road. They are, yeah. yes. They're not very far away at all. Yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. Now, as I said, this podcast is for people who like to adventure. What would you like the parkrun adventurers to know about your home parkrun here at Stones Corner? It's a pretty fast course because it's reasonably flat. Yep. With um, just one hairpin bend, yeah. so yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. Um, but just the team are really friendly yeah. and welcoming. Yeah. And yeah, we've always got a great bunch of volunteers and a wide range of volunteers. And yeah, it's just yeah. A, a, a nice, enjoyable group of people to run with. Yep. And since it's refurbished, we've got nice wide paths mm. as well. I've, uh, in touring, some of them have quite narrow paths, but ours are much wider now, so yeah. they're, they're good. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And the works look like they're amazing. It's a beautiful little spot here to start yeah. and finish in. Absolutely, yep. yeah. It's quite picturesque, really. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Plenty of shade, too, not yeah. too much sun, just that one little strip of the sun. Yeah. yeah. The one thing yeah. I have noticed about Stones Corner unique that we've seen is there's more prams 
Yeah, than I've seen anywhere else because it's such a pram-friendly yeah, course yeah, yeah. and it's nice and wide and pram-welcoming. And then there's the park for the kids to play in afterwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much for having me here at Stones Corner and thank you so much for talking to me about your adventures and your adopted home and your new home once again. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you. Okay, I've had a tactic here at Stones Corner, tracking down the Stones Corner runners' singlets because I figure, well, they're locals. They'll be able to talk to me about what it's been like during the little pause that Stones Corner has been on. Now, I found a very special wearer of a singlet. His name's Banjo. Hello, Banjo. Hello. I don't know whether you can hear that. Banjo's trying to lick my phone, but I do have Jim, Banjo's human friend. Yes. How are you, Jim? I'm great. I'm great. Thanks, (laughs) Lyndall. It's fantastic to be back at Stones Corner. And while your listeners can't see it, Banjo's got a massive smile ear to ear. We see him as the most enthusiastic park run participant, not only at Stones Corner, but in the state, probably in the country. He's, he's a cult hero here at Stones Corner. I see. And yeah. so he's here every day? Every he's here day. Yeah, every time Stones Corner runs, yeah. basically, except when I'm volunteering and then it's a yes. little bit hard. Yeah. Even then, he used to come along and somebody else would run him. But as he gets older, he gets more attached to me, so he won't leave my side. Oh. But, yes, he loves it. The start at Stones Corner here, I need to take him away because he's so excited. Yeah. Not only during the briefing, but when everyone's lined up at the start line, that he barks incessantly with this very distinctive high-pitched bark. And all the park runners don't mind it because they just know his banjo, but we've got a few um, units nearby and yeah. he, wa- he wakes up the locals, so he's got in trouble. So oh, I, I take him for a little warm-up, put it that way, yeah. All right. And, look, I can vouch, Banjo is clearly grinning ear to ear for Stone's Corner to be back. What does it mean to be back? I think it means a lot for not only the Stone's Corner Parkrun community, but just the community itself as well. Because in Brisbane here, it's in a sort of a pretty good geographic area where there's a lot of people and the nearest park runs are still, apart from Stone's Corner, a fair way away. So it's been two years. People have been missing it and looking forward to getting together. It's been a bit of a reunion, really, for people who are used to seeing each other and running together. And there's a real, you know, park run is a community and definitely at Stone's Corner it embodies that. Yeah. It really feels like that. Yeah. So how long have you been involved with park run here at Stone's Corner? Um, my first run at Stones Corner was 2014, which was about run number seven, and I hadn't heard of Park Run until I'd seen people, you know, me and a mate were just having a little jog ourselves one day and then saw all these other people running, and he checked it out, and he came back the next week, and then he told me about it, and I came back the next week, and got hooked. Banjo's been coming since 2016. Yep. Uh, he was a rescue dog. Yep. Banjo's a cattle dog and he loves to run. And <laughs> the first time he came, he loved it and he was hooked straight away too. So I've done about 260 odd park runs, 270 almost. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. And he, I would say he's probably done close to 200. And it sounds like your volunteer ratio might be pretty good as well. Yeah, I think we do pretty well. Stones Quarter really encourages volunteering. Most people give back and, um, yeah, I think I've done just sort of 27 or 28, so, yeah. But um, we'll be doing a bit more as a new run director, so that'll be fun. Yeah, that's a very exciting adventure for you. Yeah. Are you looking forward to that? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Looking forward to learning uh, what I need to do. Um, next week's my first sort of dummy run as a L plater. It'll be just good to be more involved. Our park run directors here are wonderful people, so it'll be good to join them and help them out.
Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for no, telling me no about your parkrun journey <laughs> and banjos. Yes, Good on yes. you, mate. I don't know whether you could hear. He was getting a bit excited while yeah, we were talking. You can hear his, <laughs> that's his very, Yeah, that's his very um, low-volume excitement, but his high-volume excitement. Maybe next time you come along, Lindor, you can run your audio and you can hear, hear him at the briefing. And all the best thank for you. your first run directing gig thank next week. Much. I'm sure it will go swimmingly. Cheers. We'll, we'll look forward to it. Thanks. Alrighty, I have tracked down Lisa and Jim, the new co-EDs. And Lisa, you're also today's run director. How did it go? You said that it had been 700 and how many days? Uh, 57, 757 days since our last event. So we're all very, very rusty. <laughs> and there's also a whole bunch of new procedures and new kit, new gear that uh, Jim and I have been wrangling in the lead up. So it's been a fun challenge getting this back on track. Well... From what I can see, you've done a spectacular job, if that's anything to go by. Thank you. Jim and I have, like, stressed enough about this. I'm glad it's glad it's all come together. Yeah. But I'll feel a lot better once I've actually processed the results. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we're on a 59-59 week yet, but who knows? Anything could happen, but you know what? It's still a great day at Parkrun, even with a 59-59. Now, you guys have been on a bit of a journey here, haven't you? You've had closed downs, not just because of COVID, but because of other works and other things. Can you tell us a little bit about what that was like during that pause? Oh, what are you calling it? Is it a pause? Is oh, it a... it's an interregnum, I suppose. <laughs> so, yeah, we were closed initially for COVID, and then they completely redeveloped the park that we started and finished in, Hanlon Park, which um, is a thousand times better now than it was. Um, so that's what's really good. And then they widened our path up towards our turnaround, which has been really good as well, because that was always very tight with a lot of runners. So we had some sort of informal Facebook groups where we all sort of stayed in touch, or a bunch of our regular runners while we were touristing around. So we would be in touch with each other during the week to work out where we're going this week. But yeah. everyone was super happy when we were able to tell them that we had all our approvals and the course was ready to go to open again. Um, so you've kept connected through the time. Has there been a change in run directors? Have you got new run directors? You guys are new EDs. Yeah, correct. Our uh, outgoing event directors, Ian and Cass, we thank them very much for all their work. Ian's been here, been there since the start and Cass not long after. Ian's got a much bigger family these days and Cass has moved up the coast. So, yeah, we did have two EDs and RDs out. Um, thankfully, we've managed to rope in a couple extras, so we're still running on a 6RD roster, which just makes it a little more manageable. Are we on seven? Ah, then extra, extra, yes. Yeah. In, cool. We have extras in the works as well. It's, it's, uh, yep. been, it's been a bit of a challenging time. <laughs> it sounds like it's come together really well, though. Now, this Parkrun podcast is for people who adventure, and with the break that you've been on, you will have been doing some adventuring, I'd imagine. Do you have a top three Parkruns, not including your home Parkrun, or any memorable stories from the times that you've adventured? I really loved Glasshouse Mountains Park Run. Um, it's a really nice course. It, it's flat despite being trail. Yes. Um, so I really liked that one. <laughs> I had a really good holiday last year to Bagara with our little daughter, and, and that was really fun running that one. And then I'll pick on my wife's 40th birthday, we went and did Moana in South Australia, which is a sort of cliff top one along the beach. Um, and that was really nice to be able to do that on her big day. So those would be my top three. That sounds like a good top, top three. Oh, 
Well, you stole my Glasshouse Mountains as my <laughs> local kind of adventure one. I've not really done too many of the crazy adventure ones. I'd say for trails, because I'm a trail runner at heart, Bunyaville's great, nice and local. Woman after my own heart, that's my home. <laughs> <laughs> um, but otherwise, probably um, I was very lucky a few years ago to go and do some touristing, uh, parkrun touristing around Europe while I was on holidays. And, oh, uh, Brabrand Parkrun in Denmark um, was probably very memorable for running through the apple trees. And you could actually pick these little tiny tart apples as your nutrition on the way. It was great. So good. Yeah. That's so unique. That's amazing. Congratulations. All right. Um, sounds like you've done some fabulous adventuring. Um, sounds like you've been busy getting Stone's Corner up and running. For the adventurers listening to this, what would you like them to know about Stone's Corner Parkrun? Oh, look, everyone thinks that their own parkrun is the best, but, <laughs> but they're all wrong because ours is the best. Um, we just have such a group of welcoming people. Um, we've got this beautiful new area here with the wildlife all really settled in, like, you know, just seeing like a beautiful elegant ibis takeoff um yeah it's it's just such a warm welcoming place it's a nice flat run oh in the uh, renovations they actually even took out a hill for us it's great super flat now (laughs) that's great and it is just a few k's from the cbd of brisbane it's very close and handy if you're in the city it's just to be a couple of k's out from the city yeah great well thank you so much for having a chat to me today thank you both so much for all the hard work that you've put in to keep the community going and to get stone's corner back congratulations and well done thanks guys yeah thanks so much all righty guys i think that is a wrap from me from stone's corner park run what a lovely morning it's been for the restart here great little community everything that the locals said is true it's been a really lovely friendly little course and it is a really nice one so if you're in the city and looking for something different why not head out to stones corner all righty that is it that is lindell over and out for the channel 5 news crew on the park run adventurers Thank you so much, Lyndall, for bringing us the update from Stone's Corner. 757 days, Ollie, since their last event. I believe they originally stopped due to COVID. Then they had Parkworks, which left them with an improved path. So you've got to be happy with that. Yes. And well done to EDs, Lisa and Jim. Great to hear some of the other Stone's Corner park runners who've kept in touch and taken to adventuring during the pause. That's right. Yeah, way to make the best of a of a tough situation for the Stone's Corner gang. But so lovely to hear everyone back there enjoying their park run. Happy days. Happy days. See, just that extra week made the difference. Yeah, <laughs> it did. <laughs> but we are going to go straight mm. to Daz's now. Is that right? Ollie, we're going to mix it up this week. Yeah, yeah, mixing everything up this week. Uh, I think it's just the excitement for what's coming later this recording evening, for some of us at least. Unfortunately, I will be in bed, but uh, I do believe you've got plans to, to keep tabs. But more on that later. Daz's. So, at Dazza's this week, Dazza did say, you won't find daggy old fruit-filled hot cross buns at Dazza's. This is a niche establishment. Here at Dazza's, you can get spicy apple-flavoured, cinnamon donut-flavoured, triple choc-flavoured, or sausage roll-flavoured hot cross buns. 
So come on in, place your order, and tell Dazza all about your morning. And, in fact, our lead bike this week at Dazza's <laughs> was Steve's bike, who had to say, Morning, Dazza. Another W to the list today. It was a lovely morning, and I witnessed someone join the cow club. We did actually see a picture from Steve's bike as well of, uh, of a certain course from up high, I believe. And I do think that one of our fellow adventurers might have figured out where he was. Ooh. So check that out if you want a clue as to the whereabouts of Steve's bike. Has anybody figured out who he is yet? Mm. Mm. But, Ollie, we also heard from Tim Robbins, who had an achievement this last parkrun day. Pancakes with maple syrup, please, Dazza. This bunny has a sweet tooth after becoming an alphabeteer at Ipswich, Queensland. And shots with the selfie frame from Tim, including Bunny Onesie, an alphabeteer official record. So channeling his inner Mal, he was. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Very good. Uh, Congratulations on the alphabeteership. Mel, popping up in somewhere where we were recently, Claire Stutchbury, touristing, saw the swans at Albert Melbourne this morning, happy to tick it off the list after a devastating delay of the Spirit of Taz meant we missed it in 2019. And Claire shared a picture of the sunny Albert course. So they had the first event back after the Grand Prix and we had the last one before it. Yep, missed them by that much. Oh, definitely. But our tourist this week is Martine Barrett. Morning, Dazza. We touristed to the very scenic Hamilton Park Run this morning and made a very special new friend. I'll have a caramel milkshake, please. And Martine had a photo of a koala. Yes, yes, we love those ones. Very cute. Pretty special to spot one. Yes. On the touristing front as well, except this time in New Zealand, Tanya Bailey. Tourist park run in Wanaka this morning with a course that starts downhill, so therefore finishes uphill. Phew. Lovely day and a trail run. Superb buttermilk scones, 9 out of 10, at Edgewater Cafe, washed down by a pot of Earl Grey. And Tanya shared a picture of her and Brett in the selfie frame. And, and we did also get a video from Brett across the lake as well. So... Uh, Looks like a great trip. They're enjoying having their park run back over there in NZ. Yes. Now, this week, our volley post came from Greg Garner. Did my 30th different park run event this morning as the towel walker at Ocean View Park Run. Now, where's some hot cross buns? <laughs> Greg had a photo of himself and the rolling green backdrop plus a hot cross bun. And congratulations, Greg. He's now hit the worldwide uh, most events list. Yes. What a way to do it. Now, another another parkrun celebration, in fact, uh, but on the tourist front, Val Warwick. Hi, Dazza. Having had a couple of chocolate-filled buns yesterday, we were very good after parkrun at Chiefston today and only had a coffee. Three generations of Warwicks participated this morning, although the 14-year-old and the 12-year-old did it as easily as their pa and the rest of us not so easily. It was pa's sixth birthday today, so extra special for him to have family with him at the most southern parkrun in Australia, although it is their home parkrun and we were the visitors. Uh, So happy parkrun birthday to Steve. Congratulations to the Warwick family, and uh, that's a pretty nice spot to enjoy that. 
I believe. Yes, I can attest to that. I have visited Jeeveston mm. and we also wish Steve a speedy recovery. Yes. Now, on the home front this week, we had Janet Reed. Oh, hi, Dazza. Janet here. Well, it was another fun-filled morning aboard the mothership Lockheel today. The Easter Bunny paid us a visit and I was lucky enough to be his excellent assistant. So much chocolate. The children, young and old, had a wonderful morning and our bubble machine worked a real treat. Oh, oops. Predictive text made that buble. Oh, how I wish I had a Michael Buble machine. Could you arrange that, please, Dazza? If not, a hot cross bun and an iced coffee will have to suffice. Happy Easter to you and all my fabulous fellow adventurers. And Janet shared a photo of herself, the Easter Bunny and the Easter Art, Ollie. It's pretty special. I believe you know who is behind the Easter Art. Yes, and helpfully, you can always see the Instagram tag there. Uh, Grant Fleming, who I understand is a regular at Lockheel Park Run, part of the Lockheel family. So, Grant, that's beautiful art and uh Check it out. If you can't make out the picture, drop us a note, but you can look him up on Instagram to see all of those artworks in perpetuity. Brilliant. Now, next, coming up with the most likes this week, Mel, was, um, well, this is awkward, you. (laughs) 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 So, uh, strangely, I'll read this one out. (laughs) Hi, Dazza. I did a crazy long road trip. I'll fill you in when I get home, which we've done. Thank you, Mel. But... What I'm super excited about is that while I was away, Paul went to Parkrun. How cool is his finish photo? Can you guess where he went? And Mel, you shared a picture. I did. Did you guess? <laughs> it looked familiar. Is it somewhere you've been recently? It is. It's the mansion. It is the mansion. It's the Werribee Park Mansion. And this week, those finishes at Werribee Park Mansion had fantastic finish photos with the oh. mansion in the background. And, uh, yeah, I was pretty happy that Paul's back into it now. He's got his days back and he's back into running. And he's on a mission to catch up the events that he has missed and get his statesmanship back, Ollie. Go, Paul. Mm. Well done. I hope I did all right uh, reading your report there, Mel. It's not often you have to read out the person's report when they're right there (laughs) listening to you at the time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've got the tough one this week, Ollie, because I am reading Helen Runner, who came to us from Ireland. And she said, hi, Dezza. Our first visit to Park Run in Ireland. What a lovely welcome from the regulars at, where's that pronunciation? Where is it, Ollie? It's not in there. <laughs> <laughs> what Sorry, have you done to me? It's in um, the Adventurers Club, isn't it? It is. Can you cut and paste it really quickly? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Hi, Dazza. Our first visit to Park Run in Ireland. What a lovely welcome from the regulars at Ballancolig. I did a second fastest PPT, which is post-pause time, I'm guessing, of 24.54 and celebrated with an almond latte from the coffee van. Little, who sponsored Parkrun in Ireland, gave out free T-shirts, water, apples and protein snacks. Feeling very grateful right now. Nice. Well done, Helen. Well done on visiting Ireland and getting a second fastest PPT. Yeah, sounds like a great time. Uh, Another tourist, Mel, uh, this time back in Australia, Penny Simpson. 
Collie River Trail Park Run for me today. A top 10 finish and third female, which definitely says more about the numbers running than my ability or fitness. I actually like the boring fruit hot cross buns, but since I ate the ones I'd made yesterday, I'd give a cinnamon donut flavoured bun a shot with my flat white. Thank you, Dazza. And congratulations, Penny. I'd put that down to your running ability good finish. Yes, and I would also choose a cinnamon donut flavoured bun over a sausage roll flavoured bun, which I'm not really quite sure about. (laughs) Depends on the filling, I'm led to believe. But Ollie, I have to read this next one from this week's volunteer. Now, I'm not going to say who it is because you're going to hear that shortly. Sorry, I'm late, Dazza. Busy weekend. On Saturday, I was RD at Karkarook. Perfect morning, fabulous team of volleys and lots of Easter eggs, followed by hot cross buns and a long black at our local. Cheers, Chris Ruse. <laughs> P.S. Melanoli, neither of you got it quite right, but don't worry, hardly anybody does. So thank you, Chris, for finally <laughs> letting us know the correct pronunciation of your surname and we will make sure we get it right from now on. Yes, there's our one strike, one and only strike. (laughs) Thank you, Chris. Sorry, Chris. (laughs) Wow. And uh, not quite frenetic, Ollie. (laughs) (laughs) Or frenetic. Frenetic. Absolutely. That's going to stick. That's going to stick. (laughs) Yeah. God bless you. (laughs) But what have we got next? We've got mail. Well, hold your horses, Mel. Oh. We've got an OB2 award. Oh, my goodness. Correct. Yeah, these Obies, they don't hand themselves out. We need to do it. (laughs) Okay. Do you have the envelope? I do have an envelope right here, Mel. So that's that's why I was excited and that's why I remembered it was right in front of me. Of course, because I can't see it. So it slipped my mind. Absolutely. So shall I open the envelope? Please. Okay. Sorry. Did you rip it? (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. I can still make it out. Okay, this week the OB goes to. It says the Easter Bunny and the Easter Bilby, which means Janet. (laughs) Thank you, Janet, and uh, congratulations. Uh, Well deserved probably well-deserved to the whole team at the Mothership Lockheel, who no doubt had a wonderful Easter Park Run Day. It looked like it was a beautiful morning. Mm-hmm. So now can we have our mail? Now we can have our mail. <laughs> We've patiently waited for it this week. <laughs> okay. You've got mail. Firstly, this week, we heard from Stephen and Jen, who said, Hello, Ollie and Mel. Jen and I are back in Bathurst after some touristing and just out of seven days ISO for joint positive PCRs. However, we still got to our home parkrun today to celebrate my younger son Joshua's 200th parkrun with 59 volunteers, 25 locations and a 21-minute PB, a first finisher at Walcher, and he deliberately timed it to coincide with his 15th birthday today. My goodness. We also have a Bathurst six-hour car race up Mount Panorama, shameless plug, over Easter and had a dozen visitors from the race at Parkrun. Great cross-promotion. Over 350 entries in the punish so far. 
I drive to Canberra every second week and your pod keeps me sane with all the black spots between here and there. Take care. Keep up the great work. Stephen and Jen. And they sent us a lovely photo of Stephen and Jen with Joshua in the selfie frame. And we intend to share that this week on our socials. Yes. Happy birthday, Joshua. Congratulations. And uh, thank you for volunteering in there too. He's got a few um, good stats there, Joshua has. Yes. Some parkrun pedigree. So thank you, Stephen and Jen. Great to hear from you and safe travels. Also glad to hear you recovering. Now, Mel, we heard from someone else familiar who uh, took the time to write to us from around the globe. E-Man said, hey guys, greetings from cool and crisp Boston. Thanks so much for the well wishes and encouraging words on the pod. I sincerely appreciate the positive vibes from so many friends leading up into Monday's run, including the Parkrun Adventurers. The atmosphere around town is electric, with 30-odd thousand runners and their family and friends enjoying the excitement of the Marathon Festival. I feel humbled being among thousands of way faster runners than me and enjoy hearing the stories of those that work so hard to get a qualifying time. The hype is real. This morning, I completed my first international adventure at Jamaica Ponds Park Run, one of the two Boston events. The course was two laps around a pond and most tourists I saw were from the UK. I especially enjoyed introducing my cousins and brother to their first park run. They're here as my cheer squad in the absence of Christine and Juno. See you when I get back. E-Man. Oh, we're so excited to listen tonight. Well, I am. Uh, You'll be sleeping. (laughs) I wish I could, but yeah, sorry. I'll send you a message. Put your phone on silent, Ollie, and as soon as I um, have the results, I'll message it to you and you can see it as soon as you wake up. Strategically timed alarm in the middle of the night, maybe. Maybe that'll be the (laughs) compromise. Yes, and we have shared the photo of Eman at Jamaica Ponds with his support crew already this week on our socials. But, Ollie, we had another email this week from Yahan, and he said, Good evening, Mel and Ollie. I had a roving day at Loxton Park Run today and managed to record some feedback. It was unseasonably cold and I won park race today. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> Much as the townsfolk take life at a leisurely pace, so they do park run apparently. <laughs> I walked, jogged with the ED to the halfway mark and then ran back to bag a first finisher position despite a relatively leisurely time of just over 32 minutes. Keep well, Yahan. <sighs> Well done. Got to be happy with that. I think so. A nice leisurely first finisher. Yep. That sounds like quite a nice park run to visit. And thank you for writing to us, Johan. And Mel, as he mentioned, he did manage to record some feedback. So uh, guess what? It's time to listen to more of our roving reports. So should we have a listen? Yep. And to our informants. Good morning, goeiemorgen, Sunny Bonani Adventurer. It's uh, Johan checking in from Loxton Parkrun in the Karua Highlands of South Africa. It's a beautiful morning today, but a slightly chilly 5 degrees at the moment, so it does look like winter has arrived a bit earlier than usual, so I'm still taking a bit of shelter in my vehicle whilst I'm waiting for the parkrunners to arrive. Loxton is quite remote and off the beaten track, so it's a bit of an unusual location to have a parkrun. But I guess that is what happens when avid park runners up and move to an area without their favorite activity. 
The town, from what I understand, has a population of just over a thousand as per the last census. And I guess that would also then explain why the parkrun is one of the smallest in the country, if not the world. The course normally winds alongside and through parts of the empty and dry Loxton Dam with some awesome views of the Karua Hills and the felt in the town from the little hill above the dam. But I'm advised that the course had to be adjusted recently as the dam's no longer empty. So I'll chat to the event director about that a bit later. Well, Loxton is also known for at least two other interesting things, except its parkrun. Strangely, it's uh, one of the largest garlic-producing areas in the country. Uh, The pungent little plants absolutely love the country life out here. It's also home to the critically endangered Karua Riverine rabbit, of which only an estimated 500 to 1,000 adults live in this normally arid region along the usually dry riverbanks. Well, I can see a few people moving closer, so I guess it's almost time to get park running and hopefully warming up a bit. And it looks like we're going to have a bumper turnout of probably about 10 park runners today. I'll talk to you again a little bit later. Good morning, adventurers. I'm here with Marnie Esterhuizen, who's the event director of Loxton Park Run. And um, I just wanted to check in with Marnie before um, I go home. Marnie, um, it's very nice to be back. I remember being here at uh, the inaugural. How's things been going at Loxton Park Run since the inaugural? Johan, thank you. Yeah, no, uh, we're still small and still going. Had a bit of an issue while the COVID locked us down, but we're on it now. Um, You mentioned that you were quite small, and I had a look at the results, and Loxton seems to be one of the smallest parkruns in the world with an average participation of just about nine people per event. Yeah, that's correct, and uh, what I can add is since we started, I think we're on 262 people who did the parkrun, different people. In total, uh, today was event number 119, so only 200 and... 262. 262 people that's done Loxton Park Run over the 119 events. That's quite quite fantastic. One of the other things that I noticed today is that we had a bit of a different route. Yes. And uh, that was because? Yeah, what happened, we had the rain. Um, so our drought, drought is broken and uh, Loxton Dam is full of water. So our route used to go through the dam. And now we can't go through the dam. Uh, so we've got an alternative route the last couple of weeks around the dam so uh, yeah oh, that was interesting i think i recall when i was here the first time and i saw the route going through the dam i asked about that and said no they don't think the dam will ever have water again but the rain has really been fantastic over the past few weeks yeah, months yeah since december we had about four times the average yearly rainfall oh my goodness that's yeah. a lot um in terms of the, your participation what type of person comes to loxton park run um, okay, we have a couple of locals that's uh, regulars, and then we have quite frequently have, we have visitors. Um, but we're out of the way, so the people who come to Loxton, they, uh, they they have to do a bit of trouble, you know, to get here. So they come especially to do the park run, like you on today. Okay, thank you. Right, that was very nice to be back at Loxton, and I hope to be here uh, again soon in the near future. All the best with Loxton Park Run. Thank you, Johan.
Well, adventurous, I'm almost on my way back home after having a very lacquer breakfast at Loxton Lacquer, the only coffee shop in town. The coffee shop kindly provides a complimentary post and coffee to all participants, which was very welcome today, um, given the chill. And by the way, this word lacquer is uh, an Afrikaans word used in most languages uh, in South Africa. You can probably be translated as nice, but it's one of those words that have... Uh, wide range of expression of feelings from just okay to absolutely awesome. Well, I had an absolutely awesome time at Loxton Parkrun today and I hope to be back soon. By the way, Mani also told me that he quite often gets queries from Australian parkrunners inquiring about the closest parkrun to Loxton thinking that uh, our local parkrun is close to Loxton in South Australia. Well, that's an interesting uh, connection to Down Under. I also bumped into Esti uh, she's a researcher at the Riverine Rabbit Project, and she shared some more fascinating information about these amazing creatures, um, including news that additional populations have been identified recently a bit further afield, giving hope that their future survival could be a bit more secure. So until next time, keep well, enjoy Parkrun. Good morning, Parkrun Adventurers. It's Sarah here, back on the west side. This morning, I'm checking out Homestead Parkrun, event number 27. I'm ticking off a Wilson number. Um, absolutely loving the autumn mornings here in Western Australia. Um, nice and cool, which is a bit of a change after a long, hot summer. Let's see if I could have a chat to someone. Hi there, what's your name? Royce. Royce, how old are you? Seven. And did you complete Homestead Parkrun today? Yes. Wow, that's amazing. Well done. You ran or walked and jogged five kilometres. Yes. Amazing. I'm really impressed. How many park runs have you done? Eight. Eight park runs. Yeah. So what are you working towards? My 10 T-shirt. Your 10 T-shirt. So if you've done eight and you're working towards 10, how many runs left have you got? Two. Two. How exciting. You excited about that? Yeah. Awesome. Do you know what colour the 10 T-shirt is? Red. No, not red. Have another try. White. White. That's going to look good on you, I think. Um, what do you love about parkrun, Royce? That after makes me feel good. Awesome. Yeah, it makes me feel good too, nice and happy. And is there anything that's really hard or maybe a little bit challenging about parkrun? That after I am very hot. So, Royce, after you've completed your parkrun, do you like to go and do anything special? Yes, Yes, what do you like to go and do? I love going to have hot chocolate and baked rolls and uh, taking a picture in the... Uh, oh, in the sign at the park run? Yes. Awesome. I did see you taking a picture in the sign. Yeah. Well done. Well, I must say that when I was 27, I started my park run journey. So you're starting 20 years earlier than me. So I'm a little bit jealous. Do you think that you'll have more park runs than me by the time you're my age? Yes, I will. Yeah, well, well done. I am very envious. This is the informant. These are unofficial stats. They are only current at the time they are collected and may differ from the stats you read elsewhere. There were 438 runs held down under, which is up 17 on last week, 
and a post-COVID record beating 437 set on the 22nd of January. 402 of these were in Australia and 1,360 in New Zealand. This was out of 1,687 worldwide. Aussie New Zealand attendance is up around 7,500 to 47,344. 215,000 ran worldwide. There were two launches, one in Austria and one in the United Kingdom. Down under we had 5,627 PBs, while 2,579 people participated for the first time. 156 juniors reached their junior 10 milestone, 204 people reached their 50 milestone, 128 reached their 100 milestone, and 25 people reached their 250 milestone. 22 people called bingo. Janet Murray was quickest with 172 runs, while Manfred von Appen was slowest on 348 runs, a record for Australia. There were two new states people, Maria Babler in the ACT and Michael Evans in the Northern Territory. Also in New Zealand, Pete Eustusen completed the South Island. In the top 20 most Aussie New Zealand events, absolutely nothing happened. Overall on the biggest movers list, James Rees and Caro Voss both moved up 8 to a ranking of 208. 102 people lifted their Wilson Index this week. This week's biggest mover is Tracy Leeper, who moves up 18 to 39. And three people joined the Cow Club this week. Brent Hale, Helen Davis and Stephen Davis. Now if you want to see these stats in full, you can find them at theinformant.me. That's www.theinformant.me. Or look for The Informant on Facebook. This has been The Informant, and my spreadsheet is bigger than yours. And Ollie, I enjoyed very much listening to Johan from Loxton, a chilly parkrun over there, and uh, unseasonably wet by all accounts of the Loxton Dam that uh, created the need for an alternative route. Mm. And Sarah coming to us from Homestead, we're still to decide on a a new moniker for Sarah. (laughs) She needs a title. I think Mm. over time that will come. Yes. It needs to be organic, doesn't it? That's right. These, These ones do just kind of come to the forefront when you least expect it. And, of course, our informant that we always enjoy and that gives us a giggle. Yeah, we do appreciate the support as always. Uh, But, Ollie, this moves us to our Adventurers Consolidated Club report. I did post this. You did. On social media. That's right. With a photo. It was a great photo. It was. The artwork wasn't quite... Up to the normal standard. You're referring to the frame? The frame. (laughs) Rather than the art department, how did I describe it? The half-arse department. (laughs) (laughs) So the art department was um, on a reduced tempo for the weekend. Well, it was a long weekend. It was, and they perhaps didn't take kindly to the request. (laughs) (laughs) And 
granted, I didn't give a lot of notice. <laughs> so we hope everybody enjoyed seeing the um, the artwork. Oh, look, I think it was actually quite good. It's got a nice flow to it. It looks quite natural. It could be it could be a long term <laughs> thing. <laughs> It sounds like it might be. Uh, and that doesn't detract at all from a mega week in Consolidated Clubland for the adventurers. Absolutely was. So Saturday the 16th of April saw a total of 165 members, of which 139 took part at 96 different locations. Whew. I know. So starting off with the UK, I've outsourced it this week, Ollie. So let's listen to Alison telling us the events. Ashton Court, Preston, Trelissick, Pontefract, Riddlesdown, Wimpole Estate, Lime Park, Woking, Rutland Water, Roggett, Mallards Pike and Great Sultans. And in New Zealand, we had four events, Wanaka, Greytown Woodside Trail, Hobsonville Point and Russell Park. In South Africa, we had two events, Loxton Park, we heard from Johan already, and Homestead Lake. In the USA, three events, Roosevelt Island, D.C., Jamaica Pond, and Joe Creason. And one this week, Ollie, that we heard about in Dazzers, which was Balan Colling. Is that right? Balan Colling. Oh, thank you. We believe. Yeah. <laughs> we hope. Anyway. Locally, there were adventurers at twenty-seven events in Victoria, seventeen events in New South Wales, sixteen events in Queensland, seven events in WA. <sighs> Cheer! <laughs> <laughs> That's huge. Yes, I know. There's a bit of growth going on over there. Three events in South Australia, two events in Tasmania, one event in ACT, and Northern Territory is on the board. One event there at Nycliffe. Thank you, Damon Young. Yes, welcome to the table, Northern Territory. Oh, that that's thrilling. And Mel, I am curious. I mean, you you think you say growth in WA? Is it growth, or do people just like travelling to WA? Oh, you think they're tourists from the rest of the country? Sarah, can you look into this for us? <laughs> look, if you apply that logic, then uh, by uh, a factor of almost four, people would also like travelling to. Victoria. So, yeah, might, might need to think that through first. I actually think that we're picking up more Adventurer Club members in WA mm. thanks to the fine work of Caveman Cam and Sarah. That's right. So thank you, Adventurers, for taking us around the country and around the globe. What a week. What a week. Almost 100 different locations. It's the closest we've been to that number. I wonder how many weeks until we hit the 100. Mm. I suppose there's one way we can achieve that, and that's keep adventuring, Mel. So where are you going? Ooh, next week. I will be relatively local. No long car trips for me. I will be at, hmm, might be event four, I think, by this week at Warrandyte River Reserve Park Run. Ah, yes. In the northeast suburbs of Melbourne. Hopefully, Paul will tourist with me. Yeah. That's the plan, and yes. I may catch up with a few other adventurers. Oh, what I did 
failed to mention when I read out the Consolidated Club events, Ollie, was Victoria again. Not only did we top the events in Australia <laughs> with adventurers, but again the two events with the largest fronds were Warrandyte River Reserve and Werribee Park Mansion with five and four respectively. Mm. So those newest two Victorian park runs are still attracting um, the most adventurer members. Yes. Hopefully in the weeks to come we'll see some challenges from elsewhere. What about you, Ollie? Uh, what is on your agenda Need we ask? No long car trips for me, Mel. <laughs> I do currently have my name down on the volley roster, so uh, I will be I'll be taking it easy and uh, trying to limit the cheering. But uh, at the same time, looking forward to uh, welcoming back a whole another bunch of park runners. Well, that sounds good. But adventures are coming. Weeks to come. How's the course doing anyway? Is is it? Like recovering? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, the course is terrible. <laughs> Come and visit everyone. <laughs> okay. It's extreme parkrun. Yes, yeah. We, we took to sharing a, a bit of a graphic before parkrun day just gone with all of the hazards pointed out across the course. So when it's not raining, it's, it's a little more... Uh, passable uh, the deep ruts in the course and the mud puddles that are almost dry and the, the grassy hills are just that little bit easier to, to traverse it's it's your standard cross-country course but when it's raining it just becomes a bit more of a challenge we get a few stream crossings and things that uh, may need us to call it off once again so so it's like parkrun ninja mm, very much so very much so. So much that uh, it may not even be on and you need to run it in stealth. Well, we hope that doesn't happen. We wish Shell Harbour all the best. Can't you just get, like, somebody to come and mow a track just a little bit off centre to go around the ruts? Absolutely. There are sections where that has helped. But uh, uh, unfortunately, even after some dry weather, it was just sodden. So in time, it'll get to that point. But uh, with so much recovery still after the weather impacts, uh, I'm not sure how quickly we'll see too much of the, the paths fixed. Is there anything the community can do to foster, I don't know, you know, a push to mm. gather support to improve the course, you know, rally you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and I think that's you know, that's one of the the real positives about our parkrun communities uh, and lo our local parkruns is that you know there is that desire to help pitch in and, and fix you know situations like this. Do we need placards? Save Shell Harbour! Save <laughs> Shell Harbour! Can I tie myself to a tree? Uh, well, look, you may not need to do that. Uh, suffice to say, uh, it is on the agenda to to see the paths <laughs> fixed. It's unfortunately with the transition of ownership, there are a lot of people involved in that. There's a lot of love mm. out there. I'm sure I can get a group. Mm. Well, start assembling, Mel. I'm sure it will help. <laughs> Adventurers assemble. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Look, uh, we're, we're certainly pitching in where we can. And uh, I think yeah, we'll wait and see just how much they manage now that the weather is finer, just here and there, to be able to, to get in, mow and, and hopefully fill in some of these cracks. But unfortunately, you know, it's, a, it's a beautiful park and our course is not unique 
in how poorly maintained it's been over the last couple of years and it absolutely breaks my heart that it just hasn't been looked after. So whilst mm-hmm. this weather impact right now has, has had an impact, um, you know, we've seen it before that and there's a lot of hard work that needs to be done. So we'll keep pushing and, uh, yeah, yeah, you just just get ready, everyone. We could do with your help. I like the catch cry, Avenger is Assemble. I actually had an idea. We got offered the opportunity through uh, one of the um, company that produces the ugly Christmas singlets mm. that we could have more merch and we could potentially have a beach towel. And I had the idea that we could design something that was almost palm related with it, the catch cry of Adventure is Assemble. What do you think? Like, let's just workshop this. Uh, no workshopping required, Mel. <laughs> Look, there's, there's one thing that it should be. There's one piece of merch that every adventurer needs, particularly if the catch cry is adventurers assemble. It's a parkrun adventurers screwdriver. <laughs> is this linked to IKEA somehow? <laughs> I just it stands out for me. I didn't think of approaching um, in a company like a, a hardware company. Maybe Bunnings could sponsor us. Well, yeah, I suppose there are those left field uh, potential advertisers that we do get approached from now we and then. We could go to brunch there and have sausages. <laughs> oh, I think we need to run that past the arts department, a- aka the catering department. But yes, yeah. Uh, well, anyway, if anybody's got any ideas, let us know. Yes, always welcome the feedback. I think we're still looking for feedback on potential uh, Palm 2023 events, by the way. So, yeah, keep it coming, everyone. Really? Start it coming. <laughs> <laughs> we can edit that out, Mel. <laughs> we can keep it in. It's fine. Uh, you can think that. That's not where I'm thinking. But anyway, that's all good. No. Uh, Look, it has been a pleasure. Uh, Thank you for um, the chat once again. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for your parkrun adventures. Whilst we wish we could stay recording right through and and watch the marathon and and cheer on E-Man whilst we record it, it's probably time to wrap it up. So, as always, everyone, you can contact us via Facebook or our email, which is parkrunadventurers at gmail.com. That is it for another week, and we'll see you all next week for more adventures. Hi, Mel and Ollie. Today I ran the Boston Marathon. It was fun. I'll fill you in when I get home. Bye, everybody. Stay safe.